This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Kim Checchio. Hey, and welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. I am so excited to introduce you to my guest for today. Um, A lot of you may know her. Um, You've seen her photos around Instagram in a lot of different family galleries floating around Facebook. Um, And today I have Sammy of Sammy Roy Photography with us. Um, Sammy, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. Well, so let's start off by just sharing with our our listeners a little bit about your business. Um, Okay. So I am a local Virginia Beach photographer. I've been in business for um, about 15 years. Um, I actually recently just pivoted from weddings. I was doing weddings for about nine years here in Virginia Beach. And I have two littles at home. So um, my family priorities um, kind of created a little shift in my business a little bit. So now I focus on families, events, corporate events, private events, headshots, and branding and senior portraits. Um, That kind of falls under the the portrait category. Um, So yeah, and I like I said, I've been here for nine years. So I am a military spouse, which is probably uncommon for someone to be here for that long. Um, And we will be here for another five years. Wow. Yeah. So um, you pivoted, but you have like so much that you do alongside being a mom and (laughs) being a military spouse that, yeah, yeah, that's a ton that you do. So, well, tell us a little bit about your journey. So that 15 years of, you know, starting your business and getting it to where it is today. um, How did you even get started? So the funny thing is, is I originally I went to college for graphic design and photography. So I got my degree, my bachelor in fine arts. Um, But I actually initially went to college to be an educator, to be a teacher. Um, And I didn't last very long in that program because I just, it wasn't for me. Um, Bless all the teachers. But I quickly realized that I wanted to do something a little bit more that I was passionate about. Um, So you know, against the advice of pretty much everyone in my family, I switched to an art degree. Um, And honestly, I don't regret it for a minute. So that sort of like the launching pad for me to get into photography is that the fact that I made that decision, oh gosh, really, a really long time ago, um, to pivot, I mean, back in college into an art degree. Um, We lived in California for five years. And that's where I met um, a woman who I I would say kind of coached me how to successfully operate a photography business. Um, She essentially let me run her business for her. So while I was out there, I learned so much about just how to treat your clients and how to overcome obstacles and um, the back end part of it. So there's so much more to just taking a picture there. And that's sort of what I initially thought running a photography business was about. Um, so I, I'd have to say a lot of my, the history of my business and how I got to where I am today. Also, her name is Joanna. Um, and she's essentially become, has become a mother to me. She, I give her a lot of credit for where I am today because she taught me how to operate a successful photography business and not just like pressing a, a picture and making a picture pretty because mm-hmm. there's way more to the whole process than just that. Yeah, for sure. And I see you 
you know, cause I, I know you and I see you, um, on social media and I feel like you are kind of like a Joanna to other people. <laughs> and that's right. Yeah. That's what I really, she also taught me that like to build up other people, mm-hmm. don't, don't break them down. And she was a big advocate in, um, female empowerment. So she, she only hired mostly females and I, that's, I mean, not every business is, going to operate that way. And there are amazing men out there who are photographers in in any industry. Um, But I think it was always really important for me to see her build up other females specifically, Mm -hmm. because I think they needed that motivation and that push and that support um, more than others. Yeah. Wow. Well, that that's amazing that you got such a great mentor early in your career. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like once you got on that path, you know, um, the right person just kind of showed up for you and had such yeah. a great impact. Yeah. Um, well, I know with photography that there are probably a lot of myths and misconceptions that people have about what you do, your industry. So is there something, you know, that you can tell us about any any of those myths or misconceptions that people have? Yeah, um, I think I, I kind of already, you know, touched on it, but it's really not just pushing a button and taking that photo and bringing it into Photoshop and having right. a few clicks to make it pretty. Um, there's so much more to just doing a photo session than, than meets the eye. It's There's almost a couple months of coordination with the client before I want to get on a phone call with them. I want to make them feel comfortable. It's an investment, right, to, to have your photos done um, in a quality way. So I want to make my clients feel like they are taken care of from like the second they reach out to me until the second that the gallery is delivered to them and they have all their products. Um, So it's really like, I like to nurture that relationship and I'll have probably 15 to 20 sessions or clients going on at once. So it's a lot of, um, you know, getting on the phone and just being there for the client. Like for example, this morning I was answering phone calls, the first, not phone calls, um, an email, the first thing I did getting out of bed. And this is silly, but a wardrobe question. So should I put my husband in this peach Mm -hmm. color or this green color? And you know, seven o'clock in the morning, I'm, that's the first thing I'm doing is answering (laughs) uh, an email about what color shirt to wear, but that's super important to that client. And I want to make sure that they're heard and helped, you know? Right. Um, but it's, you have to wear so many hats. Like I, I have now gotten to a point where I can, um, outsource a lot of things like, you know, my taxes and all that. So I, I hire a bookkeeper. I've been able to do that. And that's my, my biggest advice to, to a photographer who might be listening, who is growing is the second you get a little bit of income, start outsourcing the things that you don't want to do that you're not good at because we're photographers. We're not, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a, you know, someone who's super organized. I I hire someone to do all that stuff for me. Um, A social media person. I have a social media person and that has taken so much off my plate and allows me to focus on what I really like to do. Um, But yeah, when I first started, I think I was wearing every hat, every single hat. So Mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's just a, it's, it's misunderstood that it's a very easy career. Right. Um, yeah, I see, I see you do that. I also have seen you do that with people that aren't even your clients. 
I've <laughs> seen you, <laughs> you know, people, you know, are coming to you and asking advice on their shoot. So it's, it's nice that you are so abundant with like the education and, you know, the talents that you have and sharing it. And I could not agree with you more about outsourcing. It's something that I've been trying to do more of myself as I begin to scale and take on additional things to grow my business. So I am right there with you. (laughs) Yeah. It's, Um, it's really um, fantastic to be able to, I have an editor too, so I don't send everything to her, but it's so nice to get Mm -hmm. home and be like, I have too much to do. Okay. Let me give this to her and she can take care of it. We've been working together for like three years. So she knows my style in and out. So yeah, that's huge. (laughs) So, okay, you are doing so many different types of shoots. You've got your family, you've got your husband, um, you've got additional businesses. Um, Yeah, yeah. so what do you do for fun? Um, So I I got these questions before the the meeting. So I was really trying to think what I do for fun. And right now, anything that I do for fun is really all-consuming having to do with my children. I have a three and a seven year old. Um, I'm at soccer practices. I'm outside riding bikes, watching them play in our neighborhood. Um, we're at the parks, we're at the farms. We go to farms, all the farms in Pungo. We're out there all the time. Um, but I'd have to say I have like a couple weeks in the summer where we go on a beach vacation. And that is like the best, the funnest week that I have in my entire year yeah (laughs) like that's not you know work related or Mm -hmm. anything like that so that I would and it's kind of lame because it's one week out of the year but that's the most fun that I have it's just relaxing my all my we're military so we have friends from all over the country and we all come together our kids get to see each other they get to you know know each other um and that's all like we want you know so yeah beach vacation yeah. Is, is that, is that in New England? Cause I know that you sometimes vacation up north. Um, so we're, we go to Sunset Beach in North Carolina. Oh, so okay. it's near Myrtle Beach, but yeah, okay. we are from Massachusetts. So um, we'll actually be going there in a couple of weeks too, for the first time um, in the, during the summer in a while. So, okay. Well, but, yeah, I, I knew that you, that you vacation there sometimes or go back to visit. And I always tell people, cause we do a week trip, in Cape Cod every year. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, that vacation is mm-hmm. like the only actual vacation I take because it's, I, I really do unplug and I just yeah. enjoy being with my family and I get to rest and I'm not, it's not like one of the, those vacations where you're running from one place to another and you get done with your vacation and you feel like you need a vacation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I can totally relate. And um, I love it because we're in a house with like five other families. So there's yeah, five other moms fun. to help with the kids and there's five other dads to, to do the things and mm-hmm. they're all just playing. And it's, it's, I was like, this is how people should live forever. <laughs> or always. Like, let's just make a little compound. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, so can you describe for our listeners, like one hardship or challenge, um, some life challenge that maybe, you know, you rose above that you can say now, because this happened, I am better for it. I'm stronger. Um, mm-hmm. Can you think of anything that you? Yes. Um, so I, I, it, it's photography related um, and industry related. And the one thing that I think that I struggle with, and 
a lot of creatives, especially photographers can relate to, um, is what we call imposter syndrome. Mm, So it's something that I've struggled with in college and, you know, I have to really suppress it now, but at least I'm more of a way I'm aware of when it's going to come up or how I, how it makes me feel. Um, but it's basically not thinking that you're good enough, comparing yourself to others and feeling that what you don't have the skills to match the quality of what you're seeing. Um, and it's, it's a real, it's a real, um, it's a plague like on your soul. Like it's, it's, you really have to be in check of it because it can really tear you down. Like there's been weeks where I'm like, I'm quitting. My work isn't good. No one would ever pay me for this. Um, and look at how good that person is. And they, it doesn't, it doesn't even look like they have to try and they're just good at it. And that person that you're comparing yourself is probably feeling the same way. Um, so it's a real, it's something that you really have to keep in check and just not let it hurt you. Um, mm-hmm. Not let it hurt your drive and your goals. Um, but to be completely honest, and um, I've talked to Tanya about this often, is that she's another photographer. Um, I don't think that I would be where I am without that imposter syndrome because it drives me to be better yeah. as best as I possibly can. Um, so it pulls you it also pull at the same time when it puts you in that slump, it pulls you out of it. And you're like, okay, now I got to, you know, take a class to learn how to do this technique or, um, you know, I'm going to take a break from this and refresh or it, it's a blessing in disguise, mm-hmm. but it really can mess with your brain and make you think that you're not good enough. And that's truly the hardest thing because it comes back often and right. it kind of surprises you. Like, you'll be like, I'll be on the top of the world thinking I did the best shoot that I have done in a while. And then, you know, the next day I'd be like, I'm awful. I, that was awful. I, my client hates me. <laughs> so so it's, I think that's something. And then the more creatives that I talk to, it's super, it's really common. And I mm-hmm. thought I was alone and it's really like some of the, some of these photographers that I follow that are just blowing it out of the water. They have those same feelings. So it's nice to know that you're not alone. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've heard people kind of share the same things, really successful, talented, gifted people. And um, I think it is important to share that with people because a lot of people have it and they don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so then they start to believe those things, yeah. just like you're saying. So if you're aware of this, you know, I guess this thing that plagues a lot of entrepreneurs and you know how to yeah deal with it, push it to the side and then yeah. just keep focused on your work. Like you said, you can't you can also it. use it. Like you can right, use right. it to drive you, but you just, you don't want to let the negativity sort of seep into you, into you too much because it's, it'll really, it mentally can really affect you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, so this is a podcast for the listeners of Virginia Beach. So, um, you know, I want to know what is your favorite thing to do, see, place to eat? What's your favorite thing about Virginia Beach? So I love that Virginia Beach has literally something for everybody. Like, that's one of my favorite things here. Like, we have people that come into town, like, what do you want to do? We got that. We got, we got a zoo. We have a water park. We like, we have the beach. We have, 
we don't have mountains, but we can go hiking. So, but I would have to say as far, we're foodies. We like to go out and enjoy. Um, we haven't really been able to for the past seven years, but um, <laughs> our favorite place, me and my husband, John, our favorite place to go um, is the back deck on shore drive. Mm, yes. Shore drive. Um, I wish that we had enough. We, I wish that we could live there. Um, I, we got, had our rehearsal dinner at the back deck before they had expanded, but I just love sitting there. I love watching mm-hmm. the folks come in and out. I love the vibe. We live in San Diego for nine years, uh, sorry, six, five years. I can't remember. Um, and it reminds me of sort of that. And it also reminds me of sort of like a Cape Cod vibe, mm-hmm. like those small beachy, like waterside bars that you can just sit at right. flaring, you get some good food, you get a drink, you watch the sunset. Um, so that's probably one of my favorite places to go. I tell my clients too. I'm like, I know we're, if we're in Sandbridge, I'm like, I know it's far, but go to the back deck because it's <laughs> a good little spot. Um, have you ever been there? Yeah. It's funny um, that you mentioned that because my father-in-law um, who has a place in Cape Cod, uh, he's from Philadelphia. That's where we took him one of the last times he came to visit. Okay. Um, <laughs> yep. So exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We love it there. We had just moved here and I was trying to find a place to do, to get married and do our um, rehearsal dinner. And it's, it was small because they had, they've mm-hmm. expanded since then. But I walked in and I was like, I don't care how many people are here. This is where, this is where <laughs> we're going to do it. Sorry, my this life. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, great. So, so uh, last thing about, about your business before, um, you know, letting viewers or listeners know where they can contact you. What is one thing that you wish that they knew about your business? Um, I, I, I think I touched on it earlier is that when you work with me, you're going to be taken care of. Um, I def, I send out, you know, I try to prepare my clients as much as possible. I have a client guide for every single type of shoot that you're going to do. I send reminders. They're actually probably a little obnoxious to some people, but (laughs) it keeps keeps everyone really organized. Um, And I want my clients to know what to expect from me when they work with me. And I think that's important because you only get your photos done maybe once a year for various things. So it's not, I do this all the time, but my clients don't. So I want to make sure that they know exactly what is going to happen when we work together. Um, And the best way for uh, my clients to reach out to me, like I am a a work at home, stay at home mom most days. I do have a nanny, but um, best way to talk to me is email. (laughs) Getting on the phone sometimes is so difficult because I have Uh a three-year-old who literally will wait until I'm on the phone to ask me questions. But I also have a Facebook group on Facebook um, that's exclusive to just clients. And that's where I release like mini session things, um, deals, any sort of announcements that I might have. And I do it there first. So if anyone follows along with me in my public pages and they're like, well, how come I didn't get access to that? It's because all that is in my private group because I just have enough Mm -hmm. people in there that, um, you know, are kind of waiting for that stuff. So I always want to give them first dibs for that. So, okay. So, um, what are, what are your social media accounts that people can p- follow publicly? 
So the um, I have Sammy Roy Photography on Facebook and then Sammy Roy Photo on Instagram. Okay, great. And then what's your email address? Um, info at SammyRoyPhotography.com. Okay, perfect. All right. Yeah. And we'll, we'll link, um, some of that to, um, you know, the posts that we do on social media for the podcast and everything. Um, well, it was really great catching up with you today, Sammy. Thanks so much for being on the show and, um, to all of our listeners, uh, definitely give Sammy a follow, check out her Instagram. Her photos are beautiful. There are a lot of the photos that I've seen on some of the businesses that I work with, um, you know, their branding shots or like I said, families that um, live in the community. Um, so, you know, if you appreciate beautiful photography, then definitely give her a follow. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Virginia Beach. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPVirginiaBeach.com. That's GNPVirginiaBeach.com or call 757-982-3690.